Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet. I love that music. Every time I hear it, it means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. And man, I mean, we predicted, we told you it was going to be busy. And it was, it is, and it will continue to be probably for the next couple of days as everybody finishes publishing their content from the Final Fantasy XIV media tour. The embargo did fall yesterday. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. We're going to talk about it with my, my cohorts today. Sit back, relax. Listen to the dulcet tones of all of our voices and get some opinions and make sure you throw yours in the comments underneath. If you're watching this on YouTube or on uh, listening to it on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com. In the upper right-hand corner, you've got all the socials for everything. Click on them, follow, sub, notify, tell your friends, all that fun stuff. If you like what we do, that's the easiest way to support us, and it's uh, totally free for you. Go ahead, just click those buttons, help us out. Uh, we will get the three-person uh, one-chip challenge scheduled for hitting 500 followers. We are going to probably do that this week or early next week, so stay tuned on Twitter uh, for the exact dates for that. Already did his was Tark. What's up, Chris Montoya? How are you? Greetings, programs. Got your Cactuar uh, hat. Yeah. There, there we go. Uh I, I'm completely overwhelmed with the amount of information that was dumped on us yesterday. Um, I had to cancel my morning stream because there's just so much out there. Articles, uh, content creator videos, so much to dive into. Let's get into it. Also on the line to do exactly that, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? What's going on? I had a little bit of a head start. Uh, it turns <laughs> out the embargo lifted early for some of the classes. <laughs> Uh, that's nah, what I, happens I, I, when you don't really safeguard the URLs. Yeah, uh, I still watched all the content though too, so yeah. it's not like it's taken away from anything. Uh, all of still it. Get... All of it. He's uh, well, okay, every single it, thing that's been published. People, he's already watched. The people that I follow pretty heavily, I pre I watched all their videos. Yeah, and there's there's uh, some great stuff out there. Thank you to all of the Final Fantasy XIV content creators that were part of the media tour. Thank you to Square Enix and Yoshi P and and the entire team at Final Fantasy XIV uh, for their involvement in the media tour. I mean, it was just. You know, I was making the rounds. Obviously, you know, checking out Mr. Happy, checking out Sly's thoughts, you know, friends of mine talking to Ginger Prime, you know, getting their, you know, thoughts. Of it, but then just, like, making the rounds. Like, I, and we're going to forget names. We're, we're going to leave somebody out here. It is not intentional. The content is just absolutely tremendous uh, out there. You, you know, Larry Zauer, um, uh, Mione, and, and Miztech, and... Uh, and, and then Rook over a, a, mm -hmm. and the rest of the team from Aetherite. Uh, I mean, it's just on and on and on and on all these great content creators. Some will be showing clips. We'll credit where due as we go on. I do think it would be appropriate, gentlemen, though, if we start uh, on a uh, message from Yoshi P uh, that was very important for him uh, to... He instilled in all the people that attend... Oh, Asmongold, right? Media tour, folks. <laughs> Uh, hey, can you please make sure this message gets out there in some piece of content uh, that you do for this? Uh, and I'm going to read the statement in full because I think it's it's important too. 
Uh, we're still in the midst of the fight against COVID-19, which has continued for about two years now. Japan is also in a pretty tough situation. However, even in such adversity, medical practitioners around the world are working incredibly hard for our safety. They continue their fight against the virus, which is extremely straining, both mentally and physically. It's because of their commendable efforts that we've been able to continue development and we've been receiving messages of thanks from players around the world. They've told us that they appreciate the opportunity to have fun through games as a form of entertainment. Moreover, with Final Fantasy XIV as an MMORPG, they were also thankful to be able to meet friends remotely in-game. This has only been possible thanks to the immense support of everyone in the medical community, even if it is just through these opening remarks uh, thank you um, uh, through this media tour. I'd very much like to express my gratitude to them. Thank you so much. Of course, even when we look at our own warriors of light, I'm sure there are those of you who are medical practitioners yourselves or involved in related fields. We'll carry on our own fight in order to continue creating a game experience that you'll enjoy. As such, I would be so glad if you don't lose sight of hope as you work. Uh, so it was very important. Obviously, we were not at the, the media tour, but I, I felt, you know, the content creators that I've been watching and reading, it was important to Yoshi P to get this out there. Every single one I saw, you know, lovingly obliged. Uh, and so I thought we should start the show with that uh, to make sure that uh, that message gets out there. Such a tremendous message uh, from, from somebody creating a game. Speaking of the game, gents, it is now the most profitable Final Fantasy ever. It is official. Amazing. Now, yeah, Final Fantasy XIV has obviously been making more money than Final Fantasy XI for a while, the previously most profitable Final Fantasy title. But you got to understand why it would probably take a while to become the most <laughs> profitable given how long final fantasy has been running and is still running and also chronos the deficit that 14 probably had to overcome mm. from its initial version one launch but it finally got there 14 is now single-handedly not making the most money which it's been doing for a while already but it is now the most profitable final fantasy 14. Yeah, I mean, this is probably a pretty easy bet, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was more of a matter of when um, this was going to happen. So it's cool that it's happened. Um, it's not like unexpected or anything. So, but it's just really cool. Passes twenty four million players. I hate these numbers, <laughs> Tark. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, you know, I hate these numbers from games that I cover on MMOBomb.com. I hate these numbers from games that I love, like Final Fantasy fourteen. This is such a stupid number. I mean, it's obviously impressive, right? I mean, 24 million is an awful lot of people to have created an account, whether they logged in for one minute or are like us and play all the time. No doubt it's an impressive number, but it's also at the end of the day, a meaningless number. It is a, a meaningless number. Um, the better number I like is that we had 10 million 2017 with Stormblood. We're now at 24 million. So we got 14 million new accounts that have been created in four years. Yeah, so it over doubled Absolutely in that crazy. four year period. Absolutely crazy. Um, awesome to Final Fantasy XIV, Square Enix. I love the game. Uh, it, 
spread that out to as many people. Come join. Expansion is going to be awesome. I'd actually be interested to see the number of accounts made in like the last four months. That would be yes, I would love. Yeah. I would be curious just to see that number, um, just just for curiosity. Well, I guess I mean it's got to be big, right? Like that's 5. 5. that's yeah, when everybody I, I started leaving WoW yeah. and Asmin right, and right. Belular and you know everybody else started jumping ship too. Yeah, I would just be interested. Like it, ha- it would have to be over a million. I feel like right, it, just in that fall period. I feel maybe not, <sighs> like, maybe not though. Well, that five point five when we were at like twenty million, now we're at twenty four. Like, true, yeah, yeah. So, booming numbers, meaningless yeah. numbers, but still <laughs> impressive. Yeah. It's yeah. like when RuneScape's like, we had a hundred million players, and you're like, well, you've been around for forty years. Like, I don't know how long RuneScape. It's been a while, but I don't know how long RuneScape was around before there were computers. Um, <laughs> there was RuneScape, and you just signed up using your email. Uh, that you didn't have yet, uh, but yeah. So, gr- congrats. Uh, the more, the most profitable thing I think is 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 uh, is definitely an achievement. Uh, Final Fantasy XI held the title for so long, and yeah, you're right. It was an inevitability, uh, inevitable that this was going to happen. It was just a question of when, because there was a bit of a hole they had to dig themselves out of first. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it, ironically, and here's some. We're gonna cover the the media tour. Since none of the three of us were there, I felt like the best way for us to cover it was just kind of go topic by topic, right? And if you have a favorite creator that did a really cool video or a really cool article and you want to bring them up, gents, by all means, go ahead, throw as many creators out there, you know, if you really liked Mione's video on something or, or, or Rook's video on something, go for it. Um, but I didn't want to, like, try to start getting into huge nitty gritty potencies and stuff like all that stuff might change anyway. It's still a beta Mm -hmm. build. We talked about that on last week's show. Uh, So I think we'll cover it like topic by topic and just kind of give our general thoughts. We'll save classes for last because I have a feeling that's where we're going to spend the bulk of the show today is, is when we get to classes. Uh, So let's talk zones first, right? A lot of people got a uh, different video of zones, uh, whether it be Old Charlian, whether it be uh, Garlemald. In fact, I'm going to be showing some footage here in the B-roll, uh, if I can actually pull up that screen. There it is. And this is from Mike Williams over at Fanbyte, uh, who did a tremendous tour series. Uh, of these of the the different areas so like fly throughs i gotta give honorable mention because they weren't up when i did the show notes but i have been watching them today as they've been released rook's lore for the zones is yeah absolutely tremendous videos you should watch if you care at all but as far as a tour of the zones uh yeah garlemald looking to be my early favorite i didn't i thought old charlianne was going to be uh, and it was, and they're they're all beautiful. I mean, they're all absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But uh, Garlemald, kind of the music was, oh, 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 mm. I like this music. Just like very, you know, some shit's gone down here, guys. Type music. Yeah, the whole is yeah. very depressing to, to it, go through. It really is. It really is. Uh, overall, just beautiful. Just simply beautiful. Now, I think they only had access to what the, those three, right? That's it, yeah. Yeah, Radzatan, yeah, Garlemald, and Charlie. Well, not even Radzatan, right? Yeah, they didn't Av- get... It was just Thavnir. Yeah. Thavnir, sorry. Thavnir. Yeah. yeah, the Aetherite Crystal is impressive. 
there's some of them have better aetherite crystals than others. Uh, but they, they are, uh, and we're still stuck with the shitty ones, right? Back, <laughs> back, uh, back at home in a realm reborn and, and beyond here, but absolutely beautiful. Did you have a favorite Kronos? Uh, yeah, it's probably Garlebald, but that was pretty expected. I think I figured I was going to like the zone the most too. Um, I was either. I thought old Charlie was going to have a chance. And you know, anytime you got a huge woman pouring water into <laughs> an area, I'm, I'm probably a big fan. I mean, I love, like, I love Lady yeah. D in Resident Evil. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I feel like I've been wanting to go to Garland Mold for like four years, though. So it's like now sure. that I kind of get to see it. I mean, we don't really know a ton other than like what it looks like and stuff like that. But I'm really excited to go there and, and figure more stuff out. Thanks. I'm liking Thavnir. Um, the the colors are just so vibrant, um, and the fact that there's like uh, four different biomes in the one zone. You got a jungle and beach and main area and then like a kind of deserty area it's very varied and very colorful i like it a lot prismon says like we got the, the discount designs for aetherites yeah we definitely did we definitely yeah, it reminds did. me of kind of like the forelands if you remember that area and um oh yeah heaven's word where like you have those different kind of environments too yeah, yeah. absolutely beautiful now i can't wait to get flying here <laughs> yeah i can't wait to get flying here and just fly over the entire area. Yeah, make sure you have your, your compass ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Get those aether currents, boys. Get those aether currents. Uh next up, uh, let's talk about the dungeon. The the old mm. Tower of Zot. Obviously a lot of uh previous nods to Final Fantasies uh in here uh, with Final Fantasy uh four music. And uh yes. Uh, there's already guides for it, by the way. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was surprised to see that. <laughs> and and I thought, like, I wasn't surprised when I saw Happy do it because Happy had like a, a, a an intro video to the dungeon and then a separate video that was a dungeon guide already. And I was like, really? It's the beta version. All right, it's Happy. <laughs> He's just being goofy. But then I see like other creators doing the same thing where they have you know a Tower of Zot uh, impressions video. And then a dungeon guide to it. I'm like, it's it's a beta build of it. Stop that. That's silly. But it was fun to. I'm. They got both of my clicks. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> so it worked. It did its job. I liked in here, and I don't know how much of this uh, you guys have like watched. Again, I love the dungeons and things like that, so I watch these pretty closely. There were some goofy looking mechanics here, like uh, things that. You know, obviously, I don't think it's going to be too challenging, but there were nutty moments uh, in some of these boss fights, Kronos. Yeah, it looked really cool. And then, obviously, uh, we kind of called it, or at least I felt like we talked about this a little bit, where like they were being really coy about whether or not the Magus sisters were like, what they were. Yeah. And they're obviously yeah. dungeon bosses now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was surprised... That which is, is which is for me is a little disappointing, yeah. by the way. I'm I'm disappointed too. I, I want it to be a trial fight, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's still a mystery, right? Because I, I feel like this is the first expansion where we don't know both trial or two of the three trials going into the expansion. Um, yeah, we just yeah. know Anima. That's it. We only know Anima. That's it. Yeah. Um, but I think the dungeon boss looks really cool. I am surprised that Tower of Zot is there the first dungeon. Like uh, yeah, I, I was level, expecting this uh, to be like a bigger deal. Yeah, eighty-one dungeon. <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead, Tark. Looks amazing. Um, I got a like an aliens feel from the whole entire dungeon and the music. Uh, I'm playing Final Fantasy IV right now, so <laughs> the music hit me right in the heart. It's it's oh, 
I want to get into it. And it, even the trash seems to be a little bit more involved in um, some of the later pulls. Just absolute chaos and just dodging everywhere. Um, oh, it's going to be a great first dungeon. Definitely is. Uh, kind of staying with this topic, though, before we leave, like dungeons, raids, ultimates, stuff like that. I do want to bring in a couple of pieces from... Uh, interviews and things like that on this topic. So first off, uh, got to go back to Asmin, uh, who and Kronos. I had already watched the full version <laughs> of this interview, but Kronos was like, "Here, take the. Here's a little clip. I don't know if you saw this. My boy Kronos looks out for me, right? He, so he knows I like dungeons. We all think that they, they, they should be more difficult. We are not the only ones. Asmin Gold did actually ask Yoshi P during his uh, interview portion about more difficult for a person or even solo person, if you watch the entire interview, uh, content. And he referenced, you know, Necromancer and uh, Heaven on High and stuff like that for solo players and, and said, hey, you know, can we get... Yoshi P did say, well, yeah, we do see this request quite a bit, usually from North America. Where people want, yeah, that seems to be the region that wants more difficult four-person content. Um, yeah, we're not ready to say anything. Ooh. Uh, he, Ooh. and he, and then he he says we do have a live letter that will they're working on something, man. That will come <laughs> out oh, absolutely after launch. By the way, credit. Uh, this is the the dungeon video we're watching is Miztex. Um, so that I give proper credit for everybody who absolutely tremendous content as well. Um, and the puns are there. So that's that's all that's important when you watch a Miztech video, right? I was going to learn that fight, but then I got tied up in the puns. Thanks, Miz. Uh, she's awesome and, so, and great coverage there. So it sounds like, like you, you, normally he would just say, you know, we hear this a lot. We're taking it under consideration. Like he has done that before, you know, Maybe we'll do something with it. Maybe we won't. We're, we're taking it under consideration. But he, he was very kind of coy in this one, Kronos, in, yeah, we get that a lot. We're, we're, we're kind of not ready to talk about that. But we have a live letter after Endwalker, after Endwalker launches that, you know, maybe we'll have some info there. I mean, we say this a lot, too. Uh, or he's just trolling. Yeah. No, they, they, he's really particular when he says stuff. Yeah. Like, he doesn't say it and he doesn't mean it. And the way he said that, it makes me feel like he literally said, Hey, watch the live letter after in Walker release. Like, so basically the 6.1 live letter. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Now, whether or not that means it's coming in 6.1, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Right. Um, but I mean, it means they're probably, I, I think they're working on something. I think they, they have, have to like, be. The way he worded yeah. it is just like yeah. there's something coming for smaller groups on the more difficult side of content, Tark. Um, what some of the content creators have, have relayed um, is that with the increase in accounts and being the most profitable, um, one of the things that took away is that the, the phrase, they're going to spare no expense for Endwalker and the future. I'm hoping that they're putting the full weight of Square Enix and giving them the budget they need to really go ham and give us the content uh, that they want and feel that we deserve to, to move forward. So I'm hoping um, that our discussions here on this program uh, come to light and, you know, we want harder dungeons. We want more difficult, um, even if we can't get through it. We want to have that challenge available to us. Well, it's like speaking of like since we're already talking about the interviews and stuff. Did you see like his remarks when people were asking him about ultimates? I took note of that too. 
Yeah. yeah so but, and he kind of yeah, he kind of gave the same answer to everybody. It was yeah. it was almost like they had that one ready, uh, yeah. knowing that that was going to be asked a lot. And it was basically, we are confirming one. We're not ready to talk about them yet. We'll see you soon. <laughs> he so uh, there was one that I saw where he basically said uh, they already have the idea for the second one and they want to do that and that they're pushing for a third. Right. Um, which makes me think that. It makes me really hopeful for two. I think three is still very far fetched. Um, I'll be happy. Like I just want the one for now. To be honest, like if that doesn't get delayed, I'll be I'll be happy. But it makes me at least excited that we could potentially get two. Um, and it makes it. It sounds like they're like working hard to kind of make up for that, which is awesome. So, which is part of where I hope spare no expense comes into play, and that we get those two. Because I know a lot of people are like, we, we've lost an ultimate because we didn't get two. I mean, if yeah. you want to be technical, we we have like if, yeah. if we only get two this expansion and we keep only getting two, then technically and, yeah, we did you lost one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now if they can squeeze in a third, then we've gained it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I can I just say a lot of the interviews like it, it, Yoshi P led in the Asman interview by asking about Asman's mom, who obviously we hope. Awesome. recovers very quickly and everything um, absolutely but that was just such a high class move and i saw yoshi p taking a little bit of flack here and there not not a lot but occasional comments here and there on oh he doesn't know you know somebody on his team is prepping him giving him information about the streamers and i just kind of thought who cares yeah even so if, what? Yeah, like, why even, it matter? if <laughs> even if that's the case I'm going to give Yoshi P the benefit of the doubt and say he probably has watched some recent Asmund stuff, right? That's a big enough streamer that probably is on Yoshi P's radar, I would think. But mm -hmm. even if he didn't, that means they were smart enough to have a team <laughs> to, exactly. to set aside exactly. and give Yoshi P information about the content creators as they were coming in. That's a classy move either way. <laughs> yeah, and, and even if uh, he didn't and they have the team, he still has to make that choice to... Bring that up. He, he didn't have to, to do that. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, absolutely, totally classy move. Um, he's just showing, he's just a great human being. I love Yoshi P. He did in uh, Asmund's interview <laughs> say, he, uh, talking about other development houses, and Yoshi P is usually very, very complimentary or doesn't say anything at all. Like he's very from the school of, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. But they were just generally talking about MMORPG development uh, and things like that. And he was like, sometimes I wonder if some of these other MMORPG developers ever play their game. Like, <laughs> and he says, because we all play it. We Ooh. all run our weeklies. We all get our tombstones, farm our tombstones to go get our gear. Like, we all, we do that. We do that, you know. Sometimes I wonder if these other companies sometimes play the if they even mm. play their own game. And I was like, oh, little shots fired there, Yoshi P. He he fired some shots a little bit at the community too. Yeah, he did. He was kind of funny. Yeah, where he, did. he he uh he mentioned like people need to just kind of learn how to like take a backseat and let people try stuff for themselves. Yeah, because I think they've noticed lately with all the booming and all the big streams, everybody everybody wants to get in your chat and tell you where to go. Yep. And how to do something. And if you fail a fight once, like you're terrible. Yeah. He That's even, not how the game works. He even you know? said, even said, hey, if somebody does that in your chat, tell them <laughs> politely, stop. 
yeah. and you just play the game you the way you want. <laughs> just play the game the way you want. He kept reiterating that, and that's one of his usual mantras, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if if you want to take a break from 14, go ahead. Go play something. Why on earth would you play something that isn't fun? It's supposed to. It's a game. It's entertainment, people. If it's not entertaining you and it's not fun, don't play it for a little while. <laughs> I mean, and he reiterated that in multiple interviews, multiple yeah. interviews. <sighs> but yeah, I wanted to bring up your your ultimate there. I guess we should talk about classes because that is like where the big portion of the media stuff obviously falls is getting your hands on those classes, messing with the new abilities, messing and looking around with the potencies, looking at the abilities that have changed or been scrubbed. Uh, let's separate Reaper and Sage for a minute. We'll cover them last, and we'll kind of just tackle this in uh, like we did when we were doing the preview stuff a while ago uh, by role, right? So we'll do tanks, we'll do healers, we'll do um, physical DPS, and we'll do magical DPS. Uh, and so I want to start right away. Both of you gentlemen are healers. I know some of you have to probably have some pretty strong feelings because even just somebody casually healing like myself, even I looked at some of the changes and was like, well, that feels not great. That that feels not great. Not terrible, but not great. And I know, Kronos, we'll go to you first because you were shedding a tear for white mages a little bit I, on I, Twitter this week. Super. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me start with like a disclaimer, okay? I don't think any job is going to be bad. I don't think any job's not going to be able to clear I agree. Yeah. the hardest content in the game. I am coming from a perspective of what I like to do in the game, which is after post-clear, trying to do as much damage as possible and kill the boss fast as possible. And so that's where a lot of my fun comes from, and so that's where a lot of, like, I criticize certain things because I want it to feel... I want my job that I play in the game to feel good in that scenario. If you don't play that scenario, then you're probably not going to like my opinions, and that's okay. You can have your own opinion. You can, <laughs> If you like playing dungeons and, and all you care about is like how powerful your class is in dungeons, that's fine. Uh, just like we talked before, like every, there's so many things you can do in this game. Everybody has different things. I'm just making a disclaimer. Like That's, that's where my opinion comes from. Um, so for me personally, and the fu- here's the funny thing too. Uh, so I'm not going to be playing healer in the first raid. Uh, that's already pretty much been confirmed by my raid group. No one wants to play physical ranged, so I'm swapping to physical ranged. Uh, that's that's what's going to be my job. But I'm still probably going to level white mage first, so I still probably will consider it my main. You are you going bard? Uh, I'm kind of right now leaning toward dancer. Dancer, honestly. gotcha. Um, dancer. But I think they all three. I think well, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. But um, so the only the big thing about white mage, I feel, is so if you if you're kind of like big into like that optimization part is you know that lilies are primarily used to move around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and so if you're using lilies to move, uh, that's how you're gaining that damage back through a flatus, and you're kind of like minimizing the amount of damage you're losing from glare, okay? That's basically the gist, TLDR kind of thing. Uh, so now that glare is 1.5 seconds and I can move around like a maniac kind of however I want as long as I just kind of move one GCD at a time, which isn't crazy hard to do, um, it makes Lilies kind of not feel as good to me personally. Um, so it really just feels like as an optimization point for a white mage, my uh, optimization is going to be like, how can I not use Lilies? <laughs> like basically, like I don't want to use them unless I have to. And that kind of feels yeah. bad because now you're taking away like one of my capstone abilities from the last expansion that does a crap ton of damage. And I like now, ideally I don't, you don't, I don't want to use that skill. 
<laughs> like that's just how I kind of feel. Other than that, I think everything else is fine. Uh, I think the level 90 skill looks really cool. The, the like the Lily Bell, I think that's awesome. Everybody's whining about Thin Air, but Thin Air is fine. It literally only nerfed one situation, and other than that, it's probably better. Um, I think it's funny Free Cure is still in the game. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I'll let Tark talk about Scholar, but that's kind of how I feel yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously, we're not going to get as granular here. This is a podcast. This is not 7 to 22-minute sp class-specific videos, and we certainly aren't going to talk potencies. It's a beta. Are they pretty close <laughs> to what they're going to be? Yeah. But, no. you know, um, so, yeah, there's White Mage. We're going to avoid Sage. We'll, we'll cover Sage and Reaper at the end. So, Tark, we'll let you, we'll let you have your Scholar. What do you think? Uh, I'm wondering if they're setting up Scholar for a Summoner-style rework down the road because they're just nerfing the fairy into the ground. I, I don't understand what they're doing. Now, they, they're buffing the shields of Sucker and Adlo which is awesome. Those are going to be some beefy shields, 165%. Oh, look, in in interviews, he was asked, but Yoshi P was asked specifically about Scholar because yeah. you basically hadn't really heard anything about Scholar in, yeah. in previous live letters and stuff like that. And he actually apologized to Scholar players there. He said, this, this is our fault. He was like, the way we scheduled this, we always use the media tour to, to do the, the individual class breakdowns and let the content creators play with those and get the words of potencies and abilities and stuff like that out there. So we kind of don't do that type of stuff in the live letters uh, mm -hmm. a whole lot. And Scholar yeah. just kind of got lost in that shuffle and that's our fault. And he was like, I don't want scholars to feel like they're gonna be, they're not getting anything. It's gonna be boring. It's just your, what you do now is what you do. Like he legitimately po apologized in, uh, in Larry and, and Miztech who were buddied up for their interview. She asked a couple of questions about scholar and, and everybody asked the old healer DPS question, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, and he specifically apologized for scholars maybe feeling like, wow, we're not getting a lot of love here. Yeah, they're not getting a lot of love. Um, if you play a Scholar Shadowbringers, it's basically the same thing in Endwalker. Um, your shields are, are beefier. But the, again, the fairies nerfed into the ground. Uh, Fey Blessing no longer costs any gauge. So the only gauge that you're using is Aether Pact. But that got nerfed too. So I will, I will say one thing though. Like, so when we look at it as like a nerf to potency or whatever. Mm hmm. Uh, so like fairies in, in Stormblood were, were actually pretty good, right? Like they're, yeah, like, absolutely. And they, and they didn't really change the potency from there to Shadowbringers, and which is why we saw it kind of come back. It could have something to do with the stash glitch. I just want to throw that out there. Like I don't know if it's necessarily going to be as big of a nerf as people think because um, we don't know how the stash glitch affects a pet. You know what I'm saying? Like So like our gear is obviously going to get affected by the stash glitch, which is then going to tone our numbers down. But then how does that affect the pets like just raw... I don't think I, we're really going to know until we see the fairy heal someone. And, like, and I'll a lot. give you that, but with the buffs to your shielding mm. and the buffs to your traits for your raw heals, it, it just seems like they're they're making it like the, the fairy is kind of an afterthought. You know, a couple OGCDs. Um, it, it doesn't feel good, and 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 maybe again, like I'm thinking, maybe. Down the road, they'll have some side, some sort of rework where. Oh yeah, I'm not denying that. They where the fairies, that, yeah. you know, are like the the, the summons now. It's yeah. it's summoner by healer version. I don't know. 
Do we want to talk Astro? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. It is pretty dope. It is pretty dope, but it's uh, the most RNG of all the healers. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna uh, feel. That I don't. Yeah, bad, I don't think it's gonna feel like that. Uh, it's better to ha it's better to lose a personal damage buff, like a slight personal yeah, damage buff, than a, than a party damage buff. Um, and I see people complaining about the uh, like the minor arcana going back to Shadowbringers and how that's random, but also at the same time, think of it like if you're using Lady, right? Like you pull a Lady, uh, that's like equivalent to an AOE heal essentially that you would use a GCD mm -hmm. for. You can now convert that GCD into a Malefic, which is just as potent as a Lord. So, like, if you think about it that way, you're not really losing much damage. Um, I mean, granted, now you look at optimization, you're trying to get, like, the highest parts possible if you're going for, like, 100 or something. Uh, yeah, you want to pull as many Lords as you can, and you don't <laughs> want to heal at all. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I, I I do worry from, from, like, that perspective, but I do like the design on a lot of other skills, and I think some stuff's going to change. I do hope they make, they look at, how hard it's going to probably be to get three unique seals, and they might feel a little bad. They might add a stack back to redraw. I think you might see that. Uh, maybe it might not be on release, but it might be like 6.1 or something. On the whole he topic of healers, multiple people did, as I mentioned, ask the question about DPSing as a healer, and are the fights going to continue with that kind of mentality where healer DPS is basically a requirement, or are they going to start pushing towards actually like heals is what you do? Uh, like we've seen in a couple recent fights, but you know, not across the board or anything. Uh, and we kind of, we kind of got a dodge. Like it was, it wasn't a full blown. I'm not going to answer the question dodge, but it was more of a. I mean, there's Sorry, only so kinda... much we can do. Dodge yeah. and and Kronos, yeah. you kind of alluded to it when where you were explaining where you come from when you're looking at healers, right? It is mm -hmm. let's get that first clear. In which case, Kronos, you might be healing 98 percent of the time in that fight, and then in the ensuing two weeks, four weeks, and six weeks, it's now I'm going to contribute 40 percent of the DPS that uh, and only 60 percent of the time heal because we've geared up a little bit we've become more experienced with it the numbers mm -hmm. have changed and yoshi p kind of said the same thing it's really hard for them to tune a fight and say all right healers you better focus on healing otherwise people are going to die forget dps because in two four six eight weeks they're not going to be focused on healing anymore and so they can't there's only so far they can go so he, he really didn't answer the question per se tark and say we want things to be more healy or no, we like the idea of DPS there. They do kind of like the idea of DPS there, but so that six weeks down the road, when you're just clearing the Savage or the Ultimate for whatever reason, you know, your weekly clear with your, your uh, static, that you have buttons to press because you're not needing yeah. to be healed. Uh, but yeah, they kind of shied away once again from really deciding on do we want to take this one way or the other or do we want to just say hey it is what it is and when you can dps go for it when you can't okay yeah fine yeah because um i can't remember the, the interview who it was with but he stated that you know they're trying to make it so that healers heal more they do that job but they don't want to make it to the point where it's too difficult um for the casual public to to do the content so it is that fine balance. Um, I think they've been doing fine. Um, and again, when you're starting to clear the content, you've seen it, you've, you've got all the, you can lay down your cooldowns, manage those mitigations properly. 
Um, and then it comes about skill and, and optimizing um, like Kronos does. So, but I can I can see the argument both ways here, Kronos, right? Like you want to be able to say, you know what? New player that is now endgame and starting to get into the more challenging content, right? Savages and and, and uh, ultimates and unreals and, and all that fun stuff, right? Uh, and you say, hey, you know, you've been healing this entire time, but we're going to need you to start DPSing. And that player says, well, I'm a healer. I rolled a healer because I want to heal. But then the other side of that is that person, if they're advanced enough to the point that they're seeking out groups for savage content or unreal content or, or ultimates uh, or anything like that, they already know, they have figured out by now that this game does rely to a certain extent on healers contributing DPS. So while I can see both sides of the argument, I'm, I'm not really sure who we're defending here. Because if you I, I, if you just want to heal, yeah, fine. But you probably aren't going to get too many savage, ultimate, and unreal no. groups, right? Yeah, and if you want yeah. those types of groups, you have been doing your research, and you know you're going to have to weave DPS in because it's going to be expected of you. So I'm not sure who we're defending on this topic anymore. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a couple things. I think you you hear this trope a lot. Um, in the game, uh, everybody is a DPS. You just have different colors on your icons, and and that's kind of true. To be honest, yeah. the game is designed that way. Yeah. Um, now you're a healer. Your job's also to heal, so you're not supposed to let people die. Um, but you know, if I let you go to a thousand life, and we go right back up to full, I did nothing wrong, right? Yeah. Same with the tank, <laughs> right? Too. As long as the tank is popping their cooldowns and not dying, and you're not like griefing their healer by like forcing them to heal them from one health all the time. Looking at you, Dark Knight. Uh, then, um, oh, then yeah, so it's, it's fine. Um, but you know, it's it, you have to find a group that like kind of gels with you. You might be able to find a group where they're like okay clearing when the tier now has echo and you don't want to do DPS on a healer. You might find that. Um, it's probably really hard to find, but uh, I mean, if that's your goal, that's probably where you're gonna end up. And 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 it's it's more important to find a group that you want to play with that does the same content as you where your goals align. And if you're doing that and you're not bothering anyone else, you know, I think it's fine. But if you're coming into Party Finder, trying to clear savages when they're relevant, or you're trying to find a legit savage group or an ultimate group, like the expectation in this game, no matter what job you play, is to do damage. And like you saw you said earlier too, like, you know, even like week one and stuff. Um, like I'm 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 probably like I'd say week one, I'm more like probably 60 40 healing damage. And then right, when right, it right. comes to like later, it's probably more like 2080 uh, healing <laughs> yeah. damage. Um, Once you know what's coming which, and you can optimize, yeah. Yeah, which is why you have the higher level players that are kind of frustrated with healing because they're like, okay, all I do is throw these off global heals when they're off right. cooldown or time them here, and all I'm doing is hitting one 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 two one 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 two. And to be fair, it's going to be really hard to balance around those players because those players are so much better than most of the people that play the game, and yeah, the other and, people and, also need to clear too. And you can't, you know, you can't balance around that group. You that, cannot. That is, you that is your yeah. two and three percent of the player base, right? Yeah. You and we have ultimates balance. for that. We have yeah. ultimates for that reason. And if you want to go in and optimize an ultimate and try to well, heal, no, you don't. Drop That's the problem. That's the problem right like, now. Is no, yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but. I mean that's that's kind of would be my advice. It's Moving like, go, on, go let's let's go to tanks. Who honestly, uh, watching all the tank content from everybody out there, I was just kind of like left with the impression of if you're tanking now and you like your tank class, you're probably really gonna like your tank class. 
Like I yeah. didn't I'm watching it again. I am a very DPS oriented guy, but I do tank and heal um, uh, on a more casual basis. Every single one, I was like, yeah, I'm still not going to like Dark Knight. I'm still going to like Paladin. I'm still going to like Warrior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let you know, if you like, I just walked away going, that feels good. If you like your, your tank class, uh, Tark, then you're probably going to still like your tank class. Yeah, this is where UGP said you know, they're taking Shadowbringers and they're just taking it to the, they're building on it. And that's where I think this is seen the most uh, apropos moment is is in the tanks. Uh, they have basically what they wanted for the tanks and they just added another layer on it. They're building upon it. Um, nothing too drastic, no reworks, no big changes. Um, a lot of people think that Warriors is absolutely awesome. Um, what was it? Worked a game in Ginger. Brian, they both said it felt visceral and heavy um, was what they felt. So that's awesome. Um, that's the one I want to try the most. But Paladin looks freaking looks like it's going to be the top tier. But I want to try Warrior first. Kronos, can we get you to tank yet? I, I take it. Party Finder, you can find me there. Dude. I, I've been taking it. I get take points. There's a bounce tied to right? that. There's a bounce tied to You're that. You're tanking his Dark Knight, right? <laughs> Uh, well, that was the mount I was getting. I think uh, when I was doing it with your friend, uh, yeah, I was yeah. going for the Dark Knight mount. Um, but yeah, I, th I think Tark's right. I think they're basically just building on top of it. They realized most of the stuff most people weren't really complaining about. They were already so close balance wise. I don't really expect that to change much. I think Paladin got the most significant changes, like just being able to heal. Yeah, on spells mm -hmm. is yeah. pretty cool. They can now trigger their own veil. Thank God, I don't have to heal them. That's awesome. Anymore. Um. There's probably the, motor, the rotation that's going to maybe change the most, but it's it's not really going to change a ton. Mm -hmm. And the other ones are kind of just like they got like one new ability, and then and then you have Dark Knight, which is essentially the same. Um, I'm surprised they didn't change Blood Weapon to stacks, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th I think they're mostly the same, just with yeah. like a few things here or there. I think Paladin got the most flashy stuff. Gunbreaker's happy too. Yeah, Neobari pointing out. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I haven't seen too much, oh my God, feedback from any. It's like, oh, I'm I'm a warrior. I like warrior. I, I think I'm still yeah. going to like warrior. I haven't seen any of the, well, shit, I'm going to have to change because this looks so much better than what I have the, right now. Those new small cooldowns look bonkers. They do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> those things look so, I expect. The warrior the one, yeah. They all look bonkers to me, except for Dark Knight. But uh, <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> uh, I expect take damage is going to be much higher, at least in like in-game content, because those things on a twenty-five to thirty-second cooldown, like it, if the damage doesn't change, I better not have to heal you. You better be hitting that thing every twenty-five seconds. Yep, that's so good. Let's talk ranged, uh, and this will be both magic and physical. Obviously, we may not cover every class in the detail you would like. We would reference you to members of the Media Tour who have done individual videos for most classes. Check out Happy's, for instance, uh, and he's got individual breakdowns of how you'll be learning new rotations. Uh, I'm going to start, obviously, with Black Mage. Uh, Got to start with my main there. And, uh, you know... There are parts that I like. So first off, I should say that Black Mage is not uh, is not getting worse. It's not getting worse. It's not having like a yeah. you know. But our new abilities look cool. Enochian mm -hmm. becoming a trait. I, I guess for those of you that maybe struggle with Enochian uh, a little bit, that's a cool thing for you. It's just really just means there's one more button I don't press in my opener now. 
Uh, yep. Other than that, yeah, that it doesn't mean anything for for it to be a trait. Uh, where ironically, where I think Black Mage is becoming even better is where I don't need it to be better, <laughs> and that is the leveling game. <laughs> Uh, in dungeons yeah and in duty roulette dungeons which okay fine you know i'm certainly gonna feel a little bit better some things are being brought down a few levels uh so that your rotation gets a little smoothed out when you're leveling a black mage or if you're in a duty roulette yes uh blizzard 2 and fire 2 are actually being made useful uh and high blizzard and high, and high fire you know all that stuff it's all in all i'm really really happy I like where my 80 through 90 goes as well. Um, I think they just really, they were like, okay, Black Mage is really Black Mage. Cool. It's working. It's good. But, you know, pre-80 is kind of not great sometimes. <laughs> so let's yeah. fix that real quick while we're here. Uh, cool. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I, cool. I'm not like super stoked. I I do want to see like uh some of our different. I like I like the the poly uh being instant polyglot, mm. uh being instant now. Same thing as Xena Glossy, right? You get the instant cast. I do like the insta grab of of a of a charge if you need one. Uh, in in a moment of panic or a moment of poor movement. Uh, so there, there are some really nifty things that I do like about it, but where I think it's really going to feel a lot better is when you're in the duty finder doing something sub level 70, um, also, and, and particularly uh, sub level 60. Yeah. Something to take note of too, that uh, this kind of pertains to like all classes. Um, so everything basically like combos now, I don't know if y'all knew, if y'all have seen this yet, but they don't, they don't break for like 30 seconds now and all procs got like an ungodly amount of timer added to them so like your fire starter mm. and your thunder cloud you can sit on those even longer now yeah. awesome. and really plan your movement uh this it's, it might change some rotations for a few things but it's really just more like a quality thing you're, you're probably never going to lose your procs and drop your combos now um but yeah I think the, other, bad. <laughs> I mean, like the other thing uh with black mage i think that's just like more nuanced is uh there's this thing that was that's been going around if you've been playing for a little while uh, i like to call it the cursed black mage rotation where you just ignore blizzard pretty much entirely <laughs> uh and and i think they uh they fixed that yeah which is good yeah yeah uh red mage i'll, I'll go there too uh oh. feeling really good about red mage feeling yes. really good about red mage and it looks like you two are as well tark Absolutely. Uh, the fact that you can start your combo at the 50 gauge, yes, you're, you're generating a little bit less, um, but you don't have to get it all the way to 80. It feels a little bit better in that regard. Um, the mat fact that modification doesn't, isn't a double, it's just a straight 50. So you can get off your melee combo right away. It feels really good. Uh, the fact that you can do your AOE uh, uh, melee, the Moulinet, uh, to get to Verflair and Verholi sounds awesome the fact that it's been changed uh aoe also awesome all around that's my favorite caster job that i want to play um i've been leveling up the caster jobs uh recently on stream and that's my going to be my go-to yeah so, if i was allowed to play caster i would probably play the red mage go ahead sorry. well so i'm going to give you the ultimate question now since we're talking about sure. range uh chronos why did you go uh dancer over bard let's talk about both of them uh, so I haven't really 100% chosen. I play a lot of Dancer now, 
typically when I play. I either play Dancer or Machinist, because I play Machinist because I really don't have to worry about anybody else. I just kind of do my own thing when I play Machinist. But I feel like Machinist, if you want to talk about Dark Knight staying the same, Machinist literally, like, got one button. Like, it's literally one yeah. button. The, 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 the Queen follow-up, that happens automatically. Upgraded <laughs> AoE, that's the same button. Um, so it's literally, like, one button and two to reassemble stacks but uh bard i'm just not sure what to think of bard it's there's still so many weird things that they seem to be doing i don't know if they know what they want to do with the job i think it's really weird that they have a buff that you literally just don't either use in the opener very weak or you're not even going to charge it all the way up and it's going to be very different fight by fight and i don't know if i like that um and then just some other things that just still seem weird they did get some nice stuff too songs still Uh, don't affect you right the, your per, your songs don't, your battle voice doesn't, but the new buff does. Oh, um, good times. The dancer, they just cleaned it up. I feel like it's going to be more consistent in the opener now uh, because you build your own esprit, and then you also, like, less procs. Uh, you don't have to worry about your AoE procs. I don't, you don't have to go melee range every flourish now. Um, and just the follow-ups look cool, and they seem to just kind of work. You just kind of hit the button after the other button, or you might delay it. GCD, so kind of lean toward that just because I don't know. I, I have a small brain. I like to think less when I'm in <laughs> when the raid. I like to concentrate on what the boss is doing. So uh, let's cap this one off with Summoner. Obviously, getting the the, the biggest overhaul in here. Uh, my son's still not happy about it. Like he mains a Summoner, and he's like, I just don't feel like this is what I want to play anymore. Um, Fair it, enough. Yeah, it may feel like more Summoner. You know, in, in line with as we've known the class in Final Fantasy, but as far as the play style, it's changing so dramatically that I do think there are going to be people that are really excited about it, like us, because it's like, oh my God, this actually looks like a summoner as we've yeah. known it for years. And then there's going to be people that just already accepted, hey, it's not a summoner in the traditional sense, but this is my play style. I like this dot em up, you know, do this uh, cycle play style. And now I don't do any of that. It's not like it changed a little bit. I just don't do that at all. I went from being an acid mage to being a pet class, <laughs> you know, with my little Carby yeah. there type deal, uh, Tark. So the biggest changes, most of the content creators, this video is the longest when you get to the class <laughs> breakdown, sometimes by quite a bit. Go over to work to games. This is, uh, or I'm sorry, Ginger Primes. His is almost 30 minutes long. Uh, so... <laughs> Definitely the one we're anticipating the most. We knew there was going to be the most changes. Now that you've seen it in action, is it something you want to play, Tark? This is, uh, as far as the range, it's number two. It's right behind Red Mage for me. Um, I actually kind of want to start a new character and just start with just a summoner and bring that up and see how it feels uh, leveling-wise because it's so drastically different um, from what it was just an expansion ago. So, uh you know, I'm going to go with Larry and Ginger. They're both you know, want to be summoner mains. Um, they didn't feel as great about summoner with Shadowbringers, but they are loving the changes. So I'm excited to dive into that. It, it looks amazing. I hope that the feel that I that they have uh, translates to what I feel. What about you, Kronos? You kind of nodding your agreement there. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. I think classic, more classic Final Fantasy players that play 14 that come from that kind of background are really excited. I think the people that are upset are probably people that are like your, tr- you know, your traditional MMO player. They just wanted a dot caster or whatever, and now that's kind of gone. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm fine with it. I'm interested to see, because they look crazy mobile. 
And like, absolutely. If we're, if so we're gonna reasonable. ding physical range for being mobile, and they're casting maybe like three ruined threes the whole time, and all the rest of the time they're just running around, just doing their insta cast summon abilities. I, I'll be interested to see how it how it kind of factors in with the other, um, yeah. the other casters. Well, that, that's I think one of the things about the the individual talent, Ifrit, Titan, Gruda, is that each one of them do feel different. Um, Ifrit, you do have to stand and cast. Yeah, you have the uh, one Garuda cast. is all, as far as I know, is all free movement. You can move and cast, and Titan has a mix of the two. So you're going to have to, you know, in, in your raids and, and what you're doing, kind of plan that out a little bit. It's like, oh, I, I'm going to have to move here. Let's use Garuda in this case instead of Ifrit first. So, yeah. And you can use them any mix and match, so that's another plus for me. Yeah, but then also Bahama and Phoenix is whatever. Go ahead, uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's also something like we had mentioned. You know, there's no more dot caster. I kind yeah. of have a feeling they're prepping for the the class mm -hmm. in the next expansion, right? Maybe uh, all dots because I could see them taking either necromancer or caster or or chemist, two classes that we highly suspected could possibly have been the Endwalker classes. Both of those could be made into dot casting classes pretty easily as far as their lore and their builds go, too. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll never get another dot caster again. Really doesn't matter. Let's finish. I would love to see that. I would love to see a dot caster come to, to the game, a true dot caster. That would bring be back, awesome. Bring back Bow Mage. Yeah, Bow Mage. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, and Neobar is probably right. It felt like they wanted to get rid of more dots to improve performance on large-scale encounters like Eureka and Bosja. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, because of the cap. It's because of the cap. You know, like a, yeah. a mob can only have yeah. so many debuffs on it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, physical ranged or a physical uh melee. God damn! What am I doing? Melee. <laughs> Whether it's physical or magical doesn't matter. Melee. Uh, classes. What do you got, Kronos? Who do you like? Who do you think uh, maybe uh, got the short end? I don't know if anybody got the short end. I don't think any class yeah. in the game got the short end this time. Uh, I remember nope. doing shows for the last expansion and going, fucking yeah. monks, man. That's... Yeah. I'm, and now they feel I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, I am I, really sorry. Even moved. There is nothing that I feel like th this way, uh, the same Dragoon, way for this. I guess, maybe, like maybe. If, I ha if I have to pick, eh. if I have to, like if you're like gun to head, pick one that lost, maybe Dragoon, because they, they got like one new action and the rest is basically the same. And then they lost, like they took a couple things off of things to make it easier and added some charges. But like they still, I don't think anybody's really complaining. Yeah. So it's like, and, and I think Ninja looks super cool, like the new stuff. Yeah. Uh, Reaper looks cool. Or oh, we'll talk about Reaper later. But I I I, I dug into the new monk a lot because I played monk a lot back in Heavensward, and I didn't really play much. Uh, well, I played a little bit in Shadowbringers. Didn't really play Stormblood. Didn't really play much in Shadowbringers. Um, so I'm really interested to see how it work, like how it comes out. But I think I got a good idea of like how it works now based on all, seeing everything. Uh, so it looks really cool to me. I don't really think anybody lost in this category. Prismine so. says maybe samurai. No, I think I samurai think was so. in such a Samurai was in such a good place. Yeah, I mean, coming into this, that I mean, just I could see, I could see, did, I could see being disappointed that there weren't larger changes. If you're a samurai fan, a player, just because you like seeing new sexy toys to play with, that, but that new they were already ability, that new ability looks badass. It really does. So, yeah, like, really I don't know. Really yeah, I don't know. And you get to use it twice in a row. So, what you got, Tark? Uh, again, this is where I feel 
the majority of them they just build upon Shadowbringers. Um, I, there's no losers here. There really are no losers here. Every, everyone looks like it's going to play good. Um, Melee is probably my least invested in. Um, all my jobs are level 60, so I got some work to do on that to really speak intelligently about it. But they look like, from what all the content creators are saying, is they all feel really good. So that's awesome for all those Melee players. And then we got Reaper. Mm. Credit to Happy, uh, Mr. Happy. We're going to use his Reaper and Sage video here while we talk about this. And I've been seeing the same thing over and over and over again, whether it's a written article, whether it's a video, whether you know it's a, a, an audio file. The, I'm seeing the same feedback. Fun to play. Super exciting to play. Can be highly technical. Probably going to take a little while to learn. Going to be a little more on the advanced side of rotational management and knowing your class to be able to play, but not so hard uh, that it's overwhelming to actually learn. Like that is the general feedback I'm seeing across the board. Hmm? Maybe a little more technical than some of the classes you're used to in the game now, but a hell of a lot of fun to play and not all that hard to learn. You're just going to have to get used to it a little bit, Kronos. So I think I've, I've noticed something over the years uh, that Final Fantasy players, maybe not like the high-end players, but like some of like your more casual and like middle core players, they think classes that when you hit a button and several buttons light up are hard. Um, like I, I, for some reason, so okay, so let me let me. I'm not trying to be mean. I promise. You elitist but, prick. Um, like. So monk, take monk for example, right? I think people think that like monk is like, oh, they have all these combos and they do all this stuff. But if you like break monk down, literally monk is like two combos, right? Like you're yep, just doing like one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. But people got get overwhelmed with monk because they see all these abilities, and then when you hit one, like three light up, and you're like, oh crap! Like which one do I hit now? And I think people are feeling the same thing with reaper. Where like you hit their first yeah, but couple Reapers and Reapers now... doing uh, yeah. Well, to be fair though, it isn't like combo straight line like that. It's though. not. It, it's not. It is, it's not. It is working a mini rotation to fill up a meter, so that you then gain access to another yeah. mini rotation to fill up it, a different meter, to yeah. then do another mini little rotation to have your big it's, cap off uh, end paying but, abilities. But a lot of those abilities share the same button. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah they like, do auto change. Yeah, as you go through the rotations, yeah. So I mean, obviously, it's, it's more complex than this, and I'm I'm oversimplifying it, but it's it's kind of like one, two, three, then you gain a buff, then you hit like five, six, then you gain a buff, then you hit the enhanced version of like one, two, three, and then now you can hit your button to go into your big stance, and then you hit your like your bursty buttons, like you alternate, <laughs> and then you hit the last one. I do that's, like that's in Larry's Reaper video. He's like, "This is your frontal cone, and this is an AOE all the way around you. Don't <laughs> use these on single targets." Yeah, they do have a. I will say that, and I think that's maybe part of the overwhelming part too, and I, I which is part of why, like, I, I think I said this on Twitter a little bit. Is like they say they're going to do things for other jobs, and they do do it, and then they do the opposite. <laughs> on other jobs like so it's like a lot i feel like a lot of like single target aoe stuff has been kind of like put into one button and then it just has like fall off if you use it in aoe or whatever yeah and reaper literally it's like this is your single target combo here's your aoe combo here's your aoe spender here's your single target spender here's your aoe like so it's like they have different versions of everything which is maybe why it's people are thinking it's more overwhelming than it is but if you kind of just separate it into two bars and you're like this is my eight man content bar this is my dungeon bar 
I would probably do that if you're overwhelmed by the amount of buttons. Because I think there's a lot of stuff that they have. I don't even care. Like, if I go into dungeons or something and somebody's like, oh, my God, you are the worst Reaper ever. I'm just going to be like, I fucking look cool. Shut up. <laughs> I, I'm look, flashy. look this is the total wrong ability to do right now but look at how cool this is clink <laughs> it does look really sweet though it yeah, looks it freaking amazing it yeah. looks so good this is I, ironically this is what i wanted dark knight to be um because to, in my just... in my brain tark i'm still old school dark yeah. dark knight has a scythe dark knight has a scythe i'll, I'll never give it up I'm never going to give up. I will die uh, on that hill. I will die on that hill. And so I, this is what I wanted for Dark Knight. I'm, f I'm fine that it's Reaper. Yes, we're going to see a lot of Reapers. We're also going to see a lot of Sages. We're also going to see a lot of Summoners uh, when the expansion launches. But don't worry. 80% of them will be bad. So... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be one of them. It's wrong. I'll it's be one be of them. It's going to be a People have to get used to it. It's, it's okay, too. It's okay. It's, you don't have to be good at everything. Oh, no. I'm, I will I will get good at Reaper. Just like, you know, I, I know the classes I'm good at, right? And then I clearly know the ones that I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to play that when I want to piss Kronos off. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's what it is. I got that's, it. I got it. That's what it is. Reaper, though, does have a, a, a very big, you know, you're doing it right, you're rewarded type of, type yeah. of feel to it. So um, that's going to be awesome. And yes, uh, and even though it's just really two color palettes, yeah, it looks super sweet. I love the thing, the possession and then like everything glowing red, like the eyes and ugh, so good, so cool. One thing to note from when Yoshi P showed the class off, and he, I think he had specifically mentioned like, oh, you know, you're gonna have to do these positionals in your, you know, basically a hypercharge. They took some are, of them away. Gone. Yeah, they're gone. They were all gone. Yeah, they were all gone. No, they're not uh, the all gone. Ones, they still have well, two of their still, two, two of their payoffs at the end still are positional. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, when I said they're all gone, I mean the uh, the 1.5 second ones have no... Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 they're yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Tark's main, the Sage. What you got, Tark? <laughs> oh, um, I am completely overwhelmed by Sage. Um, I need to play He it. hasn't like, even played it once yet. <laughs> wow. He's like, I'm overwhelmed. There's so, there's so much, like, and I'm... All these names are just, like, it's like a foreign language to me, and until... I actually use it. It's going to be hard to understand what's going on. Um, from the gauge perspective, I, I like the, where the gauge is coming. Um, you know, it's automatically accruing, unlike my Aether flows, where I got to remember to hit that button. You know, every you know sixty seconds or thirty seconds or whatever it is um, to make sure that I keep that going and use my charges. Where this is, you know, you're actively encouraged to use those charges, and they automatically come in. So that feels good. Um, but there is just so much information I've been trying to get from different sources, you know, Ginger, Happy, um, Zeppla. Um, Zeppla's like, there's just a lot there. I'm very confused, and I'm, I'm right there with her. <laughs> there's a lot to Sage. Lynn in chat is dead on. Sage high, looks high like it's going to be insane for Palace of the Dead and Heaven on High. I agree. Yes. It does look like yeah. it's going to be nutty in there. Yeah. Uh, I actually, okay. So in Final Fantasy, casual healer tank, but in other games, I do main healers and main tanks. And it's just because of I like black mage and red mage, so fuck the world. I don't care. I'm going to play what I want. Uh, I am actually, Tark, having seen multiple videos now, kind of thinking about, you know what? Maybe it's time we also sub-main a healer. You know, we've, ah. we've always kept a white mage at max level. Uh, for mentor status. We've always kept a tank at mentor at max level for mentor status. Then they upped the commendations and I was like, fuck you game. I don't want to be a mentor anymore. 
Um, <laughs> and they were like, what is it, 3,000 now or 5,000? So I forget. Whatever. 3,000 for the mount? Not for the yeah, mount. 3,000 for the mount. For mentor status. 2,000. Two, two oh. Or no, I think it's 1,000 comps or 2,000. It's either 1,000 or 2,000. I think it's 2,000. I think it's 2,000. Anyway. Yeah, I blow that away because I'm good at the game. Yeah, uh, I I'm, I'm ranged fucking DPS. I don't get many yeah. comms. So. Yeah, no one no one likes yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, nobody likes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I am like actually like oh, you know what I kind of want to play Sage. Not just I want to check this out like I would with any class that's added to the game, but I'm kind of like shit. I could see me liking this and actually do. <laughs> oh my god, how am I gonna do Black Mage and Red Mage and this and be. Oh god, that's gonna be a lot of tombstones. Uh, it's just like, <laughs> like I'm already starting to think. Oh shit, the grind is real. The grind is real. You can always join me for roulette, man. I gear like everything out. So you ever need tombstones? Hey, I'm all. I'm, with, I'm with you. Dark I mean, Cronus and 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 Magic Man all together. Let's go. Yeah, we'll just um, keep streaming over and over and over and over again. Good thing I'm on the relic grind. Ah, cha cha. Way ah. to go, Flynn. Way to go, Flynn. We're renaming the podcast The Level Grind. The Level Grind. All in all, I, we, we were going to talk individually about Yoshi P interviews, but we kind of did that all the way through this uh, where appropriate. So, But if it was there a particular interview you wanted to call out just to give a little attention to? I liked Asmund's and Rich's a lot, actually. I felt like they asked really interesting questions, and you also got to hear stuff from Yoshi P that you probably don't normally hear. I yeah, I like uh, a lot. Uh, Happy had some good questions, but in my opinion, all the answers were kind of sidestepish. Skirted. Uh, yeah. yeah, they were kind of skirted. The questions were good. I didn't think the interview itself overall was good because of the answers. I think Miztech and Larry, um, honestly, I mean, they both have their own video, but they were in a buddy pool between the two of them, uh, yeah. alternating asking questions. And honestly, I think the two of them just should have made one video. I think it would have been tremendous. Both videos are really, really good. The interview is good. The questions are good. The answers are decent in most cases. Uh, so, yeah, those would be... Asmund's, I thought, was really good, too. Uh, he got a ton of time. They were like an hour and 15 yeah, minutes or whatever. Long. Yeah, Yeah. That's the one I, I still need to check out. So I'm going to do that soon. 100% worth watching. But again, thank you so much to all participants of the media tour. Hopefully one of these years we'll get invited. I mean, we've only been doing this for a little less than a year now. So whatever. Uh, but thank you to all the content creators. Uh, your, your work is massively appreciated. Thumbs up and subscribes to all of them. Let's slide over and do love it or leave it. So right now my hosts are kind of looking at me in the camera and I know why. I know why. I know why. I put a little, you, sometimes we have stuff in the show notes that we don't get to, right? Because I <laughs> don't like making three and four hour podcasts because people don't listen to them. I don't listen to them <laughs> and I make podcasts, right? So I try to stick between 45 minutes and an hour and 15. Sometimes we go long and phase really late you know, when we have a live letter and we do it a half an hour and a half or it's, we've even done almost two hour shows, right? Sure. It's different when we're doing stuff, something with happy and we're doing like a four or five hour live stream because that's not making a podcast. That's interacting with the chat and doing a live stream. That's different. And so when I do the show notes, 
I don't know how long particular topics will be, but I will move them on when I need to. That's my job as the host, right? Kronos, you've made too many fucking points. We're moving on. That's how, that's that's what we do. That is how he specifically said me. Okay, Tark, you have made too many points. <laughs> We're moving on. All right, okay. You cut me off. You, you, you have no problem cutting no, me yeah, off. Oh, yeah, it's all good. It's oh, no, I don't I don't cut you off, though. You got to admit, I am gentle and host-like about it. I'm like, okay, yeah, great, let's go. You know, okay. My feelings are never hurt when you cut yeah, me off. It's okay. I don't, I don't I don't cut you. If I cut you off, I'm sorry. I don't I don't I don't like no, cutting you good. off. You know, but Love you long time. Got to move. Smooth segueing. Yeah, it's my job. So, I also don't know if we'll get through everything in the notes. And we had this yeah. segment. Normally, we do four, Final Fantasy fourteen. We do other Square Enix news, and then we do Love It or Leave It, and we call it a wrap. And so I have the other Square Enix news section in the show notes. And I put a few things in it, and right at the top, it says, for the hosts, if we get to this, yep. anticipating that the media tour stuff might run long, particularly the class stuff. There's a lot of classes to talk about. And even though we're not doing real in-depth analysis, we are going to have a little more in-depth than just, hey, those look really cool. So I'm going to show, I'm going to tell you what's here. And chat, you can let me know what you think they really wanted me to bring up and not skip. (laughs) And I went ahead and skipped because I skipped all of it. We have Dungeon Encounters comes out today. So that is released. It's uh, 20% off on Steam if you want to take a look at it. Tomb Raider's actual 25th anniversary is just a few weeks away. So, you know, speculation on if we were going to hear a game or not. October 25th. Babylon's Fall graphics update is on track to be included in the next beta. Something we mentioned on the previous show. Final Fantasy IX on the iPhone is being delisted as Square, uh, Square Enix tries to fix that. And, our and, dis- and despite previous promises not to do it, <laughs> Marvel's Avengers will be adding XP boosts to the cash shop. Despite previous promises where they wouldn't do that. And the feedback from that was so stunning that it led to Crystal Dynamics making a public statement on Reddit saying, hey, we appreciate the Marvel Avengers community and want to foster an open and healthy dialogue with you for both criticism and praise. However, harassment is not tolerated. Decisions at the studio are not made by one person. They're made by a group of studio leaders. We welcome feedback, but it's not appropriate to target, threaten, or personally attack our community team. They're here to champion your concerns and give voice to them. Help us keep conversations civil and productive while we continue to work towards making Marvel and Avengers an entertaining and fun experience for you. Thank you from everyone here at Crystal Dynamics. And uh, God, I, I'm so sick of fucking saying this. Threatening people over video games is something a four-year-old would do. Stop it. My four-year-olds were smart enough not to do that type of Just stop it. You know the best way to to vent those frustrations? Stop playing the game. Stop giving them your money. Easy. Chat seems to think that you might have wanted to say something briefly on the Avengers thing. So I will give both of you gentlemen a chance to say something on the Avengers thing. Go ahead, Tark. Uh, 
Well, I kind I kind of said it. Um, but can they just stop digging the hole? They're already at six feet. They don't need to go to eight, ten, twelve. Like they have enough of the coffin to play the game the game into. Um, I saw another thread on Reddit about all the promises that have been broken, um, and it was like fifteen to twenty different topics that uh, that Crystal Dynamics has broken and promises of content and and things that they were not going to do or going to do and just hasn't come to pass. But the fact that we got XP boosters, um, that was like in the announcement. You know, this is not going to be pay to win. Anything that's monetized is just going to be cosmetic only. That, that's out the window. And you the know, game is one hundred percent at the core. Oh. An experience grind. That's the idea yeah. of the game is to grind yeah. out all the levels for the other characters. So now give us money. So Kronos, you, you I kind of, I kind of take XP a squish or yep. expansion because they did that earlier. Now add this. It just feels raw. Oh, I feel so bad for all the, like that community. I feel like this is the death knell because I feel yeah. like they had to look at this and say, we're in trouble financially. We need to make money. What can we sell? We're going to sell this. And everybody in the room said, whoa, we promised we weren't going to sell stuff like that. And the people above them were like, you're going to sell whatever we tell you to sell right now because you ain't selling anything right now. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like it, we're not very... Uh, Marvel's Avengers, I kind of just feel like it's not long for this world at this point, Kronos. Yeah, I, I I don't know why they're still going, to be honest. I think you hit a spot on. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, they, they probably are just hurting and they realize they need to bring their bottom line up somehow. And this was their answer. But love I it think or, you just take, you just, just take the loss. But yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Love it or leave it, Kronos. Today's love it or leave it. This is the segment where I ask you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, could be a feature, could be a press release. And I ask you if you love it, want more of it, or you leave it, let's set it aside. Today I'm going to ask you, do you love or leave your mains, whatever your mains, uh, your main class is, your mains class changes? Love them or leave them? We'll start with you, Kronos. Yeah, you kind of heard it earlier. So I'll be technically my main is still White Mage. I'm going to level it first. Uh, I'm, I'm still on the fence of leave it, or I'm on the side of leave it. Um, I just don't really like the way that Lily's are going to work from the way that I like to play the game. Uh, it's not going to be bad, though. It'll still be a fine job. But right now, I'm definitely on leave it with the changes. Sure. Tark. Uh, well, since my main is currently Scholar, this changes to Scholar, uh, I'm going to say love overall. Um, I love the buffs to the shields, both Sucker and Adlo. It's going to feel real meaty. Um, the mitigations look absolutely awesome. Um, don't like the way the fairy's being nerfed into oblivion, but we'll see when the game comes in. But overall, I'm going to say love it for a scholar. And I'm going to say that my main reaper, I absolutely love the changes. <laughs> wow. Wait, I'm not allowed to do that. Okay, uh, then fine. I'll go with black mage. Absolutely love the changes. Uh, some of them really don't, you know, Enochian and stuff. What It doesn't matter to me. It's one less button at the beginning. Great. Fantastic. But uh, some of the, they just make a lot of sense for up and coming black mages or for doing you know level synced duty roulettes and stuff like that. So just uh, tremendous changes, and I can't wait to get a hold of the eighty through ninety skill set uh, and just start blowing things up with Shantoto like ferocity, fire <laughs> and ice in one spell. 
just, yeah, absolutely love it. Let us know what you think of your class, your main classes changes in the comments below. Give us your love it or leave it. We're calling on you this week. Do you love or leave your mains class changes? Chat, don't go anywhere right after the show here. We'll go dark for about 15 seconds. We'll be coming up. She is back. She is feeling better. Ms. Faye Death going to be streaming. Love the pumpkin shirt. Love the Halloween vibes there. How are you? It's the spoopiest time of the year. So it is. I am fantastic. Much better this week. How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. What are you playing today? So we are going to be taking a uh, relaxing, but hopefully also spoopy stroll through the English countryside in Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh my. Yes, this will be fun. I don't know if you have you, you do have, do you have any experience with it? I don't. I've oh. read a little bit about it, but it's going to be, I haven't even pressed start on this thing yet. So you're going to be fresh out of the box tonight. Fantastic. Chat, stay tuned. Ms. Faye Death will be live. You can hang out with her. Uh, and watch her play uh, what is very a very good game. A very good game. We, of course, will be back next Thursday with another episode of The Relic Grind. That's in addition to Gaming Gumbo, our general gaming podcast, which will air this Saturday at 7 p.m. We've got streamers like Liminality Carb and Tark, uh, Tarkoth himself and myself all over the and Faye and all the others. Check out the schedule down below. Make sure you're following, subscribing, so you get the notifications every time we go live. We'll be back next Thursday. Until then... Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, same as always, Twitter. Uh, if you want to talk about classes or anything, man, just at me there. I'm, I'm always down to talk more in depth, and you can disagree with me. It's perfectly fine. Um, yeah, just remember, yeah, he's I, an elitist prick. Look, man, I might be, like, a little bit elitist. It's okay. <laughs> just a little bit. I promise I can have a nice conversation. Though. Yeah, he can. He's a good dude. Yes, he can. Tark. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tarkoth Gaming. Uh, also, I stream over on YouTube and Twitch at Tarkoth Gaming. Uh, we're doing Ultimate Bahamut uh, Monday, Thursday, Friday nights. So come on down. I'm happy to talk to you. And while I die a lot to Bahamut, Nail, and Twin Tanya. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O. And we'll tweet at you every time we go live with a podcast or one of our volunteer streamers who I love very much jumps online so you can come and hang out. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Hey.